0: Good afternoon, Wakeland Wolverines! Today I'm going to be talking about chapter 18, 19, and 20 from the Amsco publication book. So, let's get started! One thing I had a hard time and struggled with was the definition and what was Christaller's central place theory. But after researching and watching videos and rereading that. Specific section, I was able to understand that it was a theory that explained the distribution of services based on the fact that settlements serve as center of market areas for service. This meant that the largest settlements were fewer and further apart than the smaller settlements that provided service for a large number of people who are willing to travel further. idea of this model is that when a city reaches a certain size, the CBD cannot thrive or aid the entire city to thrive. The shops and the offices go to the outer parts of the city and then they grow there and then they become better places. Another thing, specifically in the IMSCO publication book, but not in class, that I had a hard time comprehending was the multiple nuclei model. This was developed by geographer Chonky Harris and Edward Ullman by studying changes in cities in the 1940s. This suggested that the nuclei model that the functional zonation occurred around multiple centers or nodes. The characteristics of each node either attracted or repelled certain types of activities. The result was a city that consisted of a patchwork of land use, each with its own center or nucleus. So, specifically, this model was based off the concentric zone model and the sector model. And this the layout was based off of the city of Chicago, which is not surprising news considering that a lot of them are. So, I had a hard time comprehending this first because it was like emergence of models is what I would call it, and it was just a overload of models possibly, I'm not sure, but usually models are like circle and it's like outside in, or it's like that, and then this one was kind of personally just like a little off, but as I got to look at it and read, it, read about it more, and whenever I got one of my friends to teach me about it, I was able to understand it more. So, all three chapters discuss the layout of cities, suburbs, urban locations, and rural areas. So, this basically showed how cities alter as the years and the environment changes how they how the layout is and like how they follow certain models or how they don't how that affects how they work how like maybe they have a CBD and most of the locations are or like prominent places such as hospitals and schools are there or why it's not and then this helps identify what kind of city it is how fast it's growing the people there, and how the cities are connected, and where the city is going to go, where it is too. Most of the cities follow a model, which generally helps geographers analyze how the cities are organized and are going to develop in the future. Cities generally have zones for commerce, housing, and other functions. so currently in class we're doing this thing where we draw out our own city based off a model we saw or maybe emergence of a model and we utilize a lot of words that we learn in here such as acumen, which is a variety types of communities with a range of population densities and then we have to be decide if our city is going to be an urban place, a suburb, or a rural area based on the population. If there was maybe a lot of re reurbanization at one point, or ex-urbanization where people left because of a scenario such as World War One, two. I mean, mostly World War Two was when they left just because that's when the idea of dislocation happened, or Yeah, dislocation because a lot of families, they weren't sure or they were maybe trying to find another family member. So they went to another place or they left as a refugee and then maybe wanted to return back home. So in order to understand the wrong size rule, and the primate cities we took notes on a piece of paper where we basically gave examples of it and we posted it on our bo- ibok in fact and this was really helpful because you got to list out the differences and you got to compare them and contrast them and see how primate city might have been one way while rank rule size is another way for instance, the rank rule size describes one way in which the sizes of the cities within a region may develop, but on the other hand, primate cities is when the largest city has the most attention, or like, that's what all the con- the country basically depends on. So, it's usually the social, political, and economic hub for the system, and it attracts and it gains everything it wants from the country's government, basically. So my favorite part was learning about suburbanization because like I stated previously, we also learned about this in humanities. We learned like the causes and effects, how it positively influences the negative aspects of it. For instance, one negative aspect would be that like because it's so far away, most of the people tend to work in cities, so if they do they have to take long commutes to their work, such as a car, and this is very bad for the environment because it's a lot of pollution but there's a lot of causes on the other hand because the price of these lands were very low so it was way more affordable for a lot of the population or like the middle class and the suburbanization growth was way less than the city growth and the other thing was Another negative impact was that suburbanization tend to have a lot of crimes, but before a lot of people lived in suburbs, and when they did, there it didn't have a lot of t- uh, crime. But then, after like in recent time periods, a lot of people have been moving to cities, and so the crime has been increasing there, and cities have become more safe. In fact, though that's very hard to believe. But there's also causes of suburbanization. For instance, in the um, AMSCO publication book, it states how several causes contributed to the growth of suburbanization in North America after World War II. Some reasons were like economic expansion, greater purchasing powers for families, a better lifestyle, maybe they wanted to go back to their original lifestyle, maybe they were finding a lost family member, maybe they were feeling a sense of lostness after the dislocation that happened in World War II and a lot of people didn't know where they were, what they stand for, it was just basically a sense of lostness which led to the lost generation and the age of anxiety and all. Class that really helped also for especially to understand urbanization and how it altered based on the location where you were in the world was the videos we watched i think the topic was like urbanized was the title and so it's basically we watched like five to ten videos and it talked about like each location such as mumbai india or maybe Rio de janeiro brazil i think and chicago colombia And one that, like, I really liked personally was Germany and even New York City. This is because we got to learn that in places such as Brazil, where favelas were located, favelas are kind of like slums in a way, but it's more where, like, the city doesn't include all of the population so the population has to create their own homes and it's like a mass populated area consumed with people and it's not a great living lifestyle compared to the other areas of the cities especially where it's more higher and it's usually where the less rich people stay. And so, the one problem is there's not a lot of security and there's not a lot of safe roads. So, a lot of people are scared to, like, go let their children go out and play and all. And then we also got to learn how, like, on the other hand, in, for instance, in Mumbai, India, there was overpopulation and unequal money distribution. And this also has like, a poor hygiene in a lot of the slums because, like I said before, it wasn't the richest amount of people. People there weren't very rich, so they didn't get to choose what they wanted. It was more like adapt to what they had, and so this helped us understand the infrastructure that be located there, and how like this model or how the model would be affected, or how the city's layout would be. And this also helped us understand the social heterogeneity of the location and how a lot of people were maybe not as rich if. The slum population was so big. And what else? So for the why of the where, I decided to do mosques. This is because mosques has been a topic we covered before in religion. When we talked about um, Islamic or Muslim locations and regions where mosques are very important because the religion plays a very important role if not the main role in everyone's life there and so a lot of cities shaped by the spread of islam are commonly in the middle east north africa and parts of spain and east africa so those places or those cities more specifically they typically revolve around a mosque the mosque is the center it's the biggest part it's like the first thing. It's maybe the tallest building in that city. It cracks everything because everyone goes to the mosque to serve, and then they also play. Uh, I want to say a me- not music, but a chant around midnight, in order for everyone to hear. So for that purpose, so it's multifunctional. Use guess or multi-use. Youth- the location in a way i assume because they also get to hear it because the entire city usually needs to hear that chant at midnight but on the other hand there's like locations such as united states which is urban like cities like um new york city where the most prominent and the most populous buildings are in the middle so much for coming and signing into my podcast for a year I guess this has been an amazing experience it has helped me voice my opinion more definitely and I definitely hope all of you guys make a podcast at least once it was a fun experience I might do this again for another project or another class now that I know how this works one thing I definitely recommend is if you want to like overcome your fear of speech or just know how like to know enunciate properly i would suggest it's kind of helpful i don't know if the audience really likes hearing my voice but i had a lot of fun make sure to sign into next week's video which will only be happening about music from now on because we are officially done with ap hug other than reviewing so if you want to review then send me an email and i will definitely send you my review for ap hug thank you so much for signing in and make sure to sign in next week for our final music video Bye, y'all.